Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast so in this week's episode, we're moving on to part two of suppleness. We're going to look at the advanced suppleness exercises, how to introduce them and how to perfect them. I would 100% recommend listening to part one of the podcast first, where we look at introducing suppleness, what exercises you can do to check how supple your horse is and how to introduce the basic lateral exercises. Once your horse is established in the leg yields, challenge yourself by seeing if you can flex your horse left and right while still maintaining the leg yield. This teaches the horse that they can bend and move sideways at the same time. Once this feels pretty consistent, we can then move on to the more advanced work. So when we look at the advanced lateral work, we constantly need to be thinking about the Grand Prix and the elements that we need for it. The travers is a great central exercise because in trot, it's a great starter to work towards the half passes. And in canter, it's great to work towards the canter pirouettes as well as the half passes. Similar to the leg yield then and the shoulder in, we need to ask the horse to move away from our outside leg. However, the added challenge is that you also have to bend them around your inside leg. So basically, they'll end up bending in the same direction that they're moving in. So we teach the travers using the track. The track needs to be your best friend because your shoulders are going to stay on the track. We then use our outside leg to push the hind legs onto the inside track and also keep that forwards momentum. So unlike with the leg yields and the shoulder ends, the connection isn't in diagonal pairs anymore. Our outside leg is on and used to create the impulsion and making sure that those quarters are in. The inside leg is used as almost like a pivot point for the horse to bend around. The outside rein is held to balance the horse with the inside rein being nice and soft. Traver is, in my opinion, possibly one of the hardest lateral movements to teach. But once you've got it, the rest of those lateral movements like half passes and pirouettes come really easily. 
Try seeing if you can leg yield all the way down the long side first and walk. Then do the same but ask for inside bend instead. In trot you can try it along the diagonal. If you ride a leg yield and flex your horse left and right, then a travel or half pass should come quite naturally from that. Once you've got that, then all we need to do is travel across a diagonal and there's your half pass and travel on a circle starts to work on your pirouettes. Once your horse is consistent in the travel, you need to challenge them. Can they stay in a travel with a right or left flex? Can they stay in a travel while you change the pace from working to collected? Can you increase and decrease the angle? Can you make your travel smaller and larger? You'll find me repeating this idea of making sure you can move different parts of your horse around because this is what suppleness is all about, that control. Are you able to change different aspects of a movement without losing the quality? If you find you lose something like the impulsion or the softness or the roundness, then this is what you need to focus on. The majority of problems with any lateral movements come from the fact that the rider doesn't have that full control. So let's look at some common problems then that people will have when the lateral work. So one might be that the horse gets slow in the lateral work. So let's say you go into a half pass and the horse loses that big trot that you've created. Here your issue then is your impulsion. So then what do you do with an issue with impulsion? You ride transitions. But ride your transitions whilst you're in the lateral work. If your horse gets stiff in the lateral work... What would you do if your horse is stiff? You'd flex them, you'd soften them. So do this whilst you're riding your lateral work. If your horse leads in the half pass too much with the shoulder or with the bum, then you need to think that your problem lies in how much control you have over your horse's body. So this is when you need to think, can you ask your horse to lead more with the shoulders? Can you ask them to lead a little bit less with the shoulders? Can you ask them to lead with their bum? Can you ask them to lead a bit less with their bum? This is something you can keep coming back to time and time again. Keep checking that you can control the pace, the bend, the positioning, as this is the reason for a lot of problems that people have in lateral work. So let's go back to the Grand Prix. When we think about Grand Prix, we need to always be thinking about what we need for it. The first thing that we need then is the pirouettes. This was going to be needed from pre-St. George and above. Think about the movement you want and then break it down. What are the elements that we need? So for a canter pirouette, we're going to need the horse to be able to sit on their bum, take the weight and push from the hind leg. And they're also going to be able to do a traver on a circle. So we need to be able to do these two things. Ride a small circle in traver and teach our horse to sit and take the weight behind. The first is really easy and simply it's all about riding lots of transitions within the paces. Now in the future episodes we're going to be looking at collections so this is something we can pay a lot of attention to later on. A great way to imagine it though is to imagine that your horse's hind legs are a bit like a spring that you're trying to push that spring down. So the spring in their hind leg compresses, but it still has loads of energy to be able to bounce back. Build it up step by step with the traver. Can you ride a traver on a 20 metre circle? Then can you ride it on a 15, a 12, a 10? As the circle gets smaller, 
Keep checking that you have that control. Can you make the circles bigger? Can you make them smaller? Can you ride the canter forwards? Can you bring it back? Can you ride into it? Can you ride out of it? You've always got to be able to change any little bits of any movement that you do at any moment. A great exercise I love to use when teaching a horse the pirouettes is to ride a half pass from the side of the arena to X, then ride a half 10 metre circle in travers. And once you hit the track after that half 10 metre circle, half pass straight back to the middle again and then repeat. I love it because the wall makes you have to ride the circle smaller and it encourages the horse to really sit and take that weight behind. The half pass as well also encourages the horse to be soft and it puts them in the right position ready for the travers. It's also great for those horses that like to stick their bum in before the canter pirouette because they'll already be in the right position. If you can ride this movement and you can keep the control, then you're able to take it into your test lines. The next lateral movement that we need then for the Grand Prix is the canter zigzag. So let's break it down. What are the components we need? Well, we need a half pass left, we need a half pass right and we need a flying change. But the difficult bit is actually the ability to change into and out of the half pass. So let's take it back a step. Can you ride down the long side, leg yielding out to the three quarter line and back again while staying on the same canter lead? Then see if you can add in a change. So leg yield to the three quarter line, do a flying change, then leg yield back. Then see if you can do it by switching the leg yield for a half pass. Now you've got your PSG line. Then it's just a case of being able to add in more. So the PSG requires a half pass one way, flying change, half pass back. The into one requires a half pass right, change, left, change, right again. And the Grand Prix is right, change, left, change, right, change, left, change, right, change. So you can see what I mean. You build up and you build up. But the important thing is, is to make sure that your horse gets really comfortable with the stage that they're at. If let's say you're teaching your horse the PSG line and they do it, don't then think, great, I'm now going to try and aim for the Grand Prix. Take it step by step and make sure that your horse is 100% confident with the stage that they're at before you move on to the next level. Also think about breaking it down. So every time you ride these movements, think about firstly the quality of the first half pass, then think about the quality of the change, then think about the quality of the next half pass. If you come into a problem, break it down and work out what exact part of the zigzag is the problem. Is it a problem with the first half pass? Is it a problem with the change? Or is it a problem with the next half pass? By breaking it down, you can focus on the exact problem that it actually is, rather than trying to deal with the whole movement. The higher up you go, though, the more technique you need and the more control you need. Keep the canter short and small and active. This means that you can reduce that moment of like a late change or the horse not reacting quick enough to you and you can keep your horse with you, which is really important. A big tip is to really focus on the first half pass that you do. Get your first half pass and change done as quickly as possible, as close to the top as possible. This then gives you more time for the rest of the movement. And as anyone who has tried to ride that zigzag will tell you, it comes up damn quickly and it feels like you're rushing trying to get all your half passes and changes in. So the earlier you can get that first half pass and change done, 
the better it will be for you as it will give you more time. So the thing I want to really emphasise about all of this is control. Keep riding into and out of the lateral movements. Keep checking you can change the bend and the pace and the angle and so on. Because if you can control all these things, then you can easily correct any problems you come across in a test. So let's say your horse sticks his bum in as you come into a canter in the test. If you have full control, you can change that in a second. Or to be honest, you probably wouldn't even have that problem in the first place. If you have full control, you will find that your marks will drastically improve. Above all else, though, build it up slowly. The Grand Prix zigzag starts at the very beginning by teaching your horse to go sideways in a basic leg yield. It's about the basics and making sure both you and your horse are confident in the movement before taking it to the next step and also making sure that the quality is really there and you have full control over your horse. So that's it, guys. As always, if you have any questions, do feel free to send me a message and let me know what you think about this type of podcast. It's been a bit more new this time. We're looking at the more advanced work and I'd be really interested to know what you think about this. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time where we'll be looking at the whole picture of how to improve your horse's paces. Thank you so much, guys, and I'll see you next time. 